0: This is Brain Diet, episode number 52. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brain Diet podcast. This is episode 52. Do you know what that means? That means we have been doing this podcast for 52 weeks. That means we have been doing this podcast for a year. This is the year mark from when we first started this podcast. How fun is that? Are you one of the people that have listened to all 52 episodes? And actually, there are two bonus episodes, so all 54 episodes? If you have listened to every single one, I am thoroughly impressed. Well done. (laughs) I am really excited about the timing of this year mark of the podcast because I am getting ready to launch the Gym For Your Mind as we ring in this milestone for the podcast for being on the air for a year. This coming Monday, March 1st, is when the Gym For Your Mind launches. The Brain Diet membership program will be open. So if you haven't enrolled in that, I highly encourage you to look into it and see if it's something that you are interested in. This is like taking everything that I have taught you on this podcast and actually applying it, actually learning how to apply it to your brain specifically in your everyday circumstances. So much of self-help out there is amazing material, but when it comes to actually applying the material, it can be difficult. I totally get it. I've read so many self-help books and forgotten it pretty soon after I've finished. And so what I want to provide you with is a gym for your mind to actually exercise your mind and utilize these mental health tools that I teach you about so that you can change your life. So in this monthly membership program, I have a course called The Diet That Has Nothing to Do With Food. And it teaches you all about everything related to emotions and food. And there is so much meat in that, that we don't even realize when you get into that type of work, when you do the work around your emotions and food, everything in your life changes. So that course is available. I do weekly live coaching calls. I have a written forum where you can ask me anything and I will coach you. There's so much value in this membership program. So if you haven't enrolled yet, do it. Go to the link in the show notes, at least check it out, read about it and get ready for what is coming on Monday. March 1st, it is the beginning of the most amazing gym for your mind where you will be able to really cultivate some amazing mental health practices and change your life. So anyway, make sure you get on board with that. Today, we are talking about mental energy. Our brains have a certain capacity to operate. Our brains have a number of energy units, if you will, that it is capable of utilizing. The way that I think about it is that our brain has $5,000 to spend every day. And you either use it or you lose it. It's always replenished every day $5,000. And we often don't realize how we are spending it. Our brain is kind of like an iPhone with its default settings. You know when you get a new iPhone and you open up the box and it has all of the default factory settings? Unless we decide which apps and which settings we want to prioritize and put at the forefront of our home screen and all the things, the default settings have a bunch of useful things to them. It has a bunch of useful settings that we do use, but then it also has a bunch of not useful apps and not useful settings that you never open, but they crowd your screen. Like, you know, those apps that I'm talking about that you've never, ever opened, but they're just the default on the iPhone that are just always there (laughs) unless you deliberately move them away from your screen, they're going to be crowding what you're looking at every single day. Our brain, based on how it spends this $5,000 daily allowance, is what creates our life. If we are thinking about certain things, if we are constantly viewing the Instagram app in our phones, then that's the life that we start to create. We start to view Instagram more. We start to think more about social media. We start to prioritize these dollars by spending them on Instagram, and that starts to create what our reality is. And that's not a problem necessarily, but it is very useful to recognize this, to say, hey, if I'm constantly putting Instagram in front of my face, then my brain is going to allocate its daily dollars to it. It's just the way it works. So when we don't deliberately allocate our brain dollars, it will go to work elsewhere. It has to go to work somewhere. Those dollars will be spent somewhere, and so if we don't choose deliberately where we want to spend them, then our brain's going to spend it for us somewhere on default, on those default settings. Our brains are problem solvers. Have you ever been trying to remember a word or maybe an actor's name, and then hours or even days later, it comes to you? I feel like this happens to me all the time, where I will see an actor on screen, and I'm like oh, what's their name? I know it, I know it. And then I kind of go about the rest of my day and then it comes to me hours later, sometimes even days. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's the name of that actor I was thinking of. (laughs) Our brain is working without us even realizing it. Even if it is trying to remember someone's name or even a word. But our brain is designed to solve problems. It's a very survivalist mechanism that allows us to evolve, to progress, to survive, right? So if our brain is always problem solving, if we don't give it deliberate problems to solve, then it's going to go to work trying to remember an actor's name. (laughs) So our job as humans is to leverage this knowledge, leverage the idea that we have these 5,000 mental dollars to spend and decide what constructive things do we want to spend this money on. Safe to say, It's very important that we utilize our brain energy units, our brain dollars in a way that we want and not in a way that's on default mode. In order to do this, we have to give ourselves something to think about, okay? With our iPhone screen, we have to be very deliberate in what we want to put in front of our faces to be looking at all the time. Our brain has to be thinking all the time, so it's not like we can just stop thinking about one thing and then have an empty brain. So if we have these $5,000 every day, you will be spending every dollar. If it is going to be spent, do you want to spend it on the generic brand Doritos or do you want to spend it on a Ferrari? I want to give you some examples of what I mean, what I'm talking about here. I am an avid gym goer. I talk about it all the time on the podcast. I even annoy myself with how much I talk about it sometimes, (laughs) but I feel like there are so many applicable life examples that relate to the gym. So, I mean, that's just my go-to. What can I say? But what I value in going to the gym is the classes that they offer. Okay. So I go to CrossFit and because I do this, all I have to do is just show up. I don't have to think about what workouts I'm going to do, how I'm going to program things, if I'm doing it correctly, how I want to approach my workout and muscle splits. Like I don't have to think about any of that. All I have to do is just show up. And for years I did do that. I would I would plan my own workouts and do my own thing and that was great, but it was difficult for me to really plan ahead of time to push myself in a way that was useful in accomplishing the f- physique goals that I wanted to obtain. But now... I've got someone doing that for me. I've got a coach, the CrossFit coach, that just does it for me. And it's so nice. And there are so many other classes at the gym that you just show up and it's already pre-planned for you. You just have to be there and then they kick your butt. And it's amazing. I don't want to spend time thinking about what I'm going to do. I just want someone to tell me. The next thing that I find myself doing is lately I've gotten into the sourdough starter making bread thing. I know that was like a big quarantine Um, Trend and I totally got into it. I think it's so fun, and I am not a baker, but I am now. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm really not. But I have been trying to make a lot of bread using a sourdough starter, and I've learned that the reason I don't want to be a baker is because of how much time and intricacy it can take. Okay. But I want to learn how to make this bread. And so, what I do for myself is I write down everything. I'm like, okay, I know tomorrow I'm going to want to make bread. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down on a piece of paper what time I have to make the bread, what times I have to knead the bread, what time I have to put the bread in the oven, what time I have to put the bread baker in the oven before we put the dough into it, all of the tedious details, I just write it down. So then the next day, all I have to do is just follow what I wrote and I don't even have to think about it. It's so much easier that way. I don't wanna use my brain dollars, my units to think about kneading the dough. I just wanna have the bread. So I'll spend five minutes just hashing out exactly what I have to do and then I just get to do it the next day without even thinking about it. And another thing that I noticed when I was making bread this last time was I was using a food scale in order to measure out all of the ingredients for this sourdough loaf that I was making and the batteries died. And I was a little bit frantic because I had my plan of getting everything in a certain time frame, and the batteries had died. So I got into my box of random things that happens to have batteries and I had the batteries that I needed in there, the weird circle ones, but that was because I had taken a minute early on To plan and say, okay, we're out of batteries. I'm going to buy new ones. Even though I don't need them now, I don't need to buy batteries. I knew that I would need them in the future. So I gave myself a gift by buying new batteries. And though I had to think about it for one minute, it then prevented panic later. I mean, panic, I was making bread. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it prevented panic later because I had already taken care of myself. I had used those brain energy units to really focus in the moment and to plan and be efficient. And then later I benefited from it. Okay. Another thing that I have recently started to shift was introduced to me by Jodi Moore. In fact, she is another amazing life coach and she talks about how she doesn't use coupons. This was blasphemy to me when I heard that Jodi didn't use coupons. I was like, how can you not use coupons? I used to live and breathe and die by coupons. I wouldn't buy things until I won on coupon. I would always look for coupons and it consumed a lot of my mental energy, a lot of my brain dollars, even though it was saving physical dollars, it was requiring me to exert brain dollars. So I started to do what Jodi does and now I don't spend any time looking for coupons, trying to save money in that way, at least. And it's just one thing I can eliminate from my life that makes things simpler. So then I have the brain dollars that I can spend on things that are more useful than just a few dollars here and there. Another thing that I do is I only use a single all-purpose cleaner for my house. I have one thing that I use for my kitchen, bathroom, all of it. And then I use vinegar for fabric softener and then in my dishwasher for rinse aid. I keep things so simple in my cleaning regimen I don't have to think too much about it. I don't have to get my kitchen cleaner and then my bathroom cleaner or my glass cleaner. I have specific rags to clean glass that don't require a solution. It's just a microfiber and then another rag that dries it off and then vinegar. And then this all purpose cleaner, it keeps things so simple. And this might seem like a dumb example, but I want you to really think about if you were to simplify your life in many different ways as what I'm describing, like just in what you clean your house with. Like imagine if you did that in 10 different areas, it would so simplify your life and open up some of those brain dollars that you could spend elsewhere that would be more useful than thinking about how you're going to go about cleaning your house or what different cleaners to use. Okay. So the next and probably more relevant example other than cleaning and bread, I know I'm an idiot, is when we plan ahead of time what we are going to eat, it might take a minute to sit down. To think ahead of time, what do you have available in your fridge? What is your schedule going to be conducive to? What meals will be appropriate for your calendar? And though that takes focus and a minute to plan ahead of time, I want you to think about how valuable that planning time is compared to thinking all day about what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, deciding where you're going to eat. That's exhausting. Thinking about what you're going to eat when you haven't planned it ahead of time Takes away mental energy. Mental energy that you could be using to create something, you are then using instead to consume something, to consume food. This is the same with um, TV shows like Amazon Prime and Netflix. This is amazing that we have so many different forms of entertainment right at our fingertips, but I want you to think about how much time you might spend deciding what to watch on Netflix. Like this was me, I don't watch TV as much now, but when I did, I would sit and scroll on Netflix and scroll and try to decide what to watch. And then I would just always come back to the office. And now that the office is gone, there's, there's no reason for me to get on Netflix anymore. <laughs> but I would spend so much time, so much of my mental energy units deciding what to watch, deciding what to consume, when I could have been using those brain dollars to create something, to contribute to the world. The same thing goes for when you calendar your time. People sometimes are hesitant to really calendar specifically how the next five work days are going to go and what they want them to look like and what they want to accomplish in the subsequent five work days. If you were to spend one hour once a week calendaring for five work days or seven days, whatever works for you, if you were to spend one hour calendaring, the alternative is five days worth of thinking about what you're going to do next or what you need to do or what needs to get done or what you have to do. So again, either one hour calendaring or five days worth of thinking about what should come next. Though it requires us using our prefrontal cortex, the highest functioning part of our human brain that makes us human, though it requires this part of us to plan ahead of time. And though it can be a little bit uncomfortable because it requires us to use our energy units to plan for something that hasn't happened yet It ends up saving us energy and those brain dollars in the long run. That's why planning is so important for us. Another thing that I've at least seen in my life is when it comes to building a business. Because I am so focused on what I want to create and how I want to contribute to the world, I don't have time to consider what other people think about me. Like when it comes to putting out this podcast, putting out any other content, creating the gym for your mind, there are probably a lot of mistakes that I make. There are probably things that I do wrong. There are probably moments I look very stupid, but I don't have time to worry about that. I don't have time to dedicate to thinking about what people think of me and why it's a problem because my brain is so much happier thinking about how I want to contribute to the world. And I don't need to worry so much about what other people think of me. I think this is something that is applicable for all of us. If we don't have something that we love, that we are focusing on, then our brain, like I said, is going to go to default settings. And default settings in our brain is going to negativity. It's going to look for problems, quote unquote problems. So of course, if we don't have something that we love, that we are so passionately involved in, then our brain is going to go to work wondering what other people think about you and why it's a problem, why you need to be different. No fun, no fun to think that way. So this is why it's so important to have something to focus on deliberately that you love. Another example of this is when we focus on mistakes versus focusing on the next move. This is something that chess players do. Anytime that there are mistakes made in a game, the moves leading up to that moment Sort of become irrelevant, and all that matters is their next move. What are they going to do next? This reminded me of something that Tom Brady said. So, we are a few weeks out from the Super Bowl. He just won his seventh Super Bowl ring. He is the greatest of all time, hands down, right? But as he was preparing for this most recent Super Bowl, he said, I don't care about three years ago. I don't care about two years ago. I don't care about last year. The only thing I care about is this week. The reason, my friends, that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time is because he does not spend time focusing on mistakes. He spends time focusing on the next move. What is going to get him to the next win? What is going to get him to the next Super Bowl? What's going to get him the next Super Bowl ring? Okay. (laughs) As long as we are focusing on what went wrong, it will not allow space for us to decide what we need to do right moving forward. This is something that we also tend to do when it comes to our past. We tend to focus on the past. We believe that it's relevant to do so versus focusing only on the future. If you are only focusing on what didn't work in the past, you will, again, have no room to create anything different in the future. We think sometimes that we can learn from the past, which I absolutely think we can. But when we focus so much on it, We don't allow ourselves to focus on what could be different, on what really is relevant in moving forward for us. So of the examples that I have given you today, some are very negative things that we can focus on and some things that we focus on are just time wasters. Regardless, whether it's just something that wastes your time or if it really impacts your life negatively, neither one is useful. Our brain has this energy and we're the ones that are in charge of how we want to spend these brain dollars. So if we want to utilize them, we have to get to know ourselves a little bit. If we could spend more time doing something that we love, what would that thing be? What would it be for you if you were to really start to spend those brain dollars on something that you love, as opposed to looking for all the things that have gone wrong in your past, all the things that aren't right now, and all of the things that waste your time. I want you to put all of the shoulds in your life and the have-tos aside and just ask, what do I love? When you put more brain dollars toward the things that you love, do you know what you create? More love, more capability, more passion, more results that are truly in line with who we are and not who we think we should be. My friends, don't allocate brain units to things that don't serve you. It's not very nice to you and it doesn't honor you and who you want to be and what you love and what you want to create. Check in with yourself. What do you love and how can you allocate more brain units to that thing? Before we end today, I just want to remind you, join the gym for your mind. There's going to be so much good stuff. This launch on Monday is going to be amazing. Just wait till you get inside. The link is in the show notes to check out everything. You can enroll and have your spot secured for what is going to be so much magnificence. With that, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.